crap, I don't want to be on the screen. Hold on. Oh, I blew the opening. Thank you for using Tellmink. Hi, this is Chris Lightback. I have asked Jim and Kevin Watson to do this and arrange a give tango and bank account. I endorse them doing this so I can retain new Lego counsel and pay him. Thank you all for donating to this. All this humbles me. Thank you again from the bottom of my heart. And my girls, thank you too for your effort. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, take care of yourself. Okay. Tell everybody that too, please. Will I will, man. I'll pass it on. Okay. Okay. Stay hard, brother. Yeah. Okay. Hang in there, man. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye. Now, for Thanks. those of you who don't tell me. Thank you. For those of you who don't know what's going on, I'll explain in a second. This is Chris Lysak Defense Defense Fund. Uh, I spoke with Chris yesterday as well. I I did a short video on our locals community. You'll know who it, what are we up to now? What is the, it's up to $107,000. It was started, I think, 36 hours ago. I'll give everybody the link. Chris Lysak is one of the four Coots Four, the men who have been locked up in remand for 630 plus days, nearly two years, um, because they were the four men arrested in Coots, Alberta, allegedly for conspiring to murder an RCMP officer. Very scary words, very scary accusations. This is the pretext to the invocation of the Emergencies Act in Ottawa from Supreme Leader Justin Trudeau, who is going to be on our show today in, in spirit. Hold on, now I'm, I'm getting word that we're not necessarily live on Rumble. No, we are, we are, we're live on Rumble. So that's Chris Lysak. He's one of the four uh, defendants who's been locked up in remand for damn near two years. Bear in mind, there's an accused cop killer who was let out in Ontario. There's an accused who ran his car into protesters in Winnipeg, was released from jail on a, on a hefty bond, but released nonetheless. These men have been charged with conspiracy to commit murder in what I believe are grotesquely trumped up charges. It's based on an non-recorded meeting with a young female police officer over beers where they might have been, you know, talking a little bit too much or trying to impress somebody. Evidence is scant, to say the least. Jeez um, Louise, why is my phone going crazy? Evidence is scant, to say the least. Uh, they have been denied bail locked up for damn near two years, solitary confinement in and out, moved around. Those are the coots for. Now, why are they so pivotal? Because if it turns out that these charges are bullcrap, bunk, trumped up rubbish charges in the first place, it undermines Justin Trudeau's basis to have invoked the Emergencies Act to violently suppress the Ottawa protest. You'll all remember Ottawa protest, the one I was documenting in Ottawa, is, I don't know, 2,000 kilometers from Coots, Alberta. There was a blockade on the border of Alberta and Montana that they wanted to, you know, uh, eliminate as well, end the blockade. And so out of nowhere, these murder charges, conspiracy to commit murder, out of nowhere, they, they go and they seize a bunch of firearms, like hunting rifles. They seize uh, a vest that allegedly, uh, they, they, they called it a ballistics vest, it could very well have been a fly fishing vest that had a diagonal patch on it, apparently. They used that as the basis 
to say this is a criminal conspiracy to commit murder against an RCMP officer. Look how violent this protest is. Trudeau, you have no choice but to invoke the Emergencies Act, which he did. And for those of you who watched that six-week sham of a commission in, um, in Ottawa, chaired by uh, Commissioner Rouleau, he ratified Justin Trudeau's invocation of the Emergency Act on the pivotal basis that this conspiracy to commit murder charge was the um, evidence of the requisite degree of threat and violence to warrant invoking the Emergencies Act. So these four guys have been locked up in hell on earth. I've, I've talked to all of them multiple times. They give me a call. It's like it's the most surreal thing on earth because it doesn't tell you where the call is coming from, but it comes from like a 1-800 number. And then you get this automated message that says, you're receiving a call from... So try 4,000 kilometers. I don't think it's that far, but it's far. You get this call. It's an automated voice. It says, you're receiving uh, a call from, the, I think they, you heard it in there, the, whatever, the, the correctional facility. Uh, this call can be recorded. You get a 20-minute window to talk to, this inmate, to these inmates. 20 minutes. And I've been talking to them multiple times. They explain to me, like, you know, they, they have to pay for their calls. So if they want to actually have any contact with the outside world, They've got to pay for calls, and if they, unless they get a package, it's like a dollar a minute, a dollar twenty-five a minute, because after all, it's twenty twenty-three, and it's normal to be charging inmates a buck plus to make calls so they can have some form of contact with the outside world. So the four of them have been sitting there for damn near two years in jail, rotting away, being tortured because it's torture. Whether or not you think this is acceptable punishment for convicted criminals, these men have not been convicted yet, and there has been chicanery afoot, but. Boy, howdy. There's uh, some serious allegations of potentially criminal wrongful conduct in the persecution. Prosecution, I'm sorry, I actually, actually did not mean to do it that time. And um, so there's four of them, and one of, the, one of them had legal aid. I think it was Chris Lysak who had legal aid. And, you know, you get what you pay for sometimes. Sometimes you don't get what you pay for. Other times you get what you pay for. And when you get free legal aid in a highly politicized case, you might get free legal aid of a, of a legal defense, legal aid, who's too scared to vigorously defend, vigorously pursue the rights of their political prisoners. So what's happening now? There's been some issues that I don't have, I'm not privy to. I had Donald Best on Sunday, uh, who talked about some potential issues, questions that people had, accounting about monies already raised. Chris Lysak is breaking off from the other four defendants, or at least trying to get independent counsel, and is raising money to do so. I vetted it. I spoke with Chris myself yesterday to make sure everything was good. I spoke with Jeremy McKenzie. I spoke with Jason Levine. I, I want to make sure that when people are going to, when people have heard rumors and accusations of potential accounting issues with massive amounts of funds that are being raised for defense funds, uh, and then they see something like this, well, I'm starting a new one, and here it's going to be two people who nobody's ever met raising it for and on behalf of Chris Lysak. I had to make sure that I was comfortable with it myself, and I did, and I am, and I donated. So if anyone's, if anyone's able to, uh, the link is there, the Give, Send, Go. And if you're not able to, and there's a totally understandable, I mean, one in five Canadians is, is, is pretty much going hungry these days, uh, just share it around. Share the link, share the tweet, share the Give, Send, Go. And there can never be justice in this. You, you couldn't pay those guys Omer Cotter level millions of dollars to compensate for the torture and the injustice that they've, that they've endured. You, you can't pay them enough for that. But uh, just imagine, they paid $10 million to Omar Khadr, uh, who, who, who may very well have been mistreated. And, and you know, Jesus, sitting in Guantanamo Bay for a decade, you could, you'll, you'll say anything at the end of the day to get out. They paid $10 million to Omar Khadr. They, these four gentlemen, 
Because until proof to the contrary, it's not because you accuse someone of conspiracy to commit homicide against an RCMP officer that the accusations carry the weight of a conviction. They are accused. They are gentlemen. I've spoken to them. You couldn't pay them enough to compensate them for this political persecution. Period. Now, I keep seeing, so there's the give, send, go. Now, I hear that we're not live on Rumble, but we are because I'm, look, I'm, I'm going to listen to myself right now. Here, look, 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 hold on a second. Um, hold on, hold on. Let's just see my, my ugly punim. Right. There, look at this guy. Look at this. This guy's crazy. In, in spirits. Hold on. Now, I'm, is that I'm me? Getting word that we're not necessarily live look, on Now, Rumble? I'm listening. No, we are. We are. We're live on Rumble. We are. So that's Chris Lysak. Now, He's I'm going to I'm gonna have to talk to myself. Uh, I'm not going to talk to myself because that would be, that would be crazy. So we're live there. Uh, let me just make sure I did something here. I'm, I'm sure I did it because I'm not an idiot. I did do it. Okay, good. When you tuned into this stream, you may have seen that it says this stream contains a paid promotion because it does. So let's, before we go any further, before we go any further, and I'll give the disclaimers, let us, let us thank the sponsor of the day, startmail.com forward slash Viva. Now, for those of you who don't know what this is, it's like, I, I guess it's like a, a non-evil version of Gmail. Uh, you get create unlimited aliases, aliases, extra email addresses you can create and delete at any time. Encrypt your emails. Only you and the recipient can read your email. It's like safe emails. It's like good emails. Uh, are you tired of being targeted with phishing emails? Fed up with spam cluttering your inbox? Dude, am I fed up with spam cluttering my Gmail inbox? I don't know. I, I must have donated to somebody's campaign because I'm getting emails from all of the GOPs, except Vivek, actually. <laughs> Concerned about companies like Google or the government spying on your private conversations? Then it's time to switch to SmartMail. SmartMail is a secure alternative to Gmail that lets you send emails like they're sealed in an envelope, making sure your communications stay private and secure. Services like Google collect your data and use it for targeted ads. Many of you don't like that. Rightly so, collecting data. Startmail is strictly ad-free service that does not collect or share any data with third parties or advertisers or tracking your Startmail account comes with all the features you need, including unlimited disposable email addresses to protect your inbox from phishing scams and hacking attempts. Switch to Startmail is super easy. Obviously, you just create an account, put in the uh, slash Viva, you'll get 50% off your first year. If you're worried about your old email stored on Gmail, Outlook, Yahoo, and more, they got you covered. Startmail's hassle-free migration tool lets you move your emails and contacts with just a few clicks, no technical knowledge required. Over the past decade, Startmail has become the trusted name in email privacy, so why wait any longer? Switch to Startmail, experience your peace of mind that comes with truly secure email service. Sign up today. Go to the Viva. It's the link is in the description. You get 50% off your first year. It's 30 bucks for the first year, 60 bucks or 59.90, whatever the one penny less than $60 is uh, for the next year on your subscription. Startmail.com forward slash Viva. Join millions who are moving away from big tech to secure providers. That's Startmail. Startmail. I'm told to enunciate the T. Startmail as in get started on safe mail. Uh, the link is in the description, forward slash Viva. Enjoy it. Okay. For those of you who are new to the channel. Yes, first of all, I've got sponsors. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way up. Yeah, I, I was just, I, I put out that, uh, I did my own appraisal of Trump's Mar-a-Lago. First of all, on YouTube, that video is up to 110,000 views, which is interesting. I don't care about YouTube anymore because I'm exclusive with Rumble. And as I was just about to say, in about, I don't know, 18, 19 minutes, we're going to end on commie YouTube. And we're going to go over to Free Speech Rumble. Why I think it's interesting that that particular video, if you haven't seen it, it's classic. I put it on Twitter. It's on Rumble. It's on YouTube. 
I went to Mar-a-Lago for the Dinesh D'Souza police state and made a funny video about my own appraisal of Trump Mar-a-Lago uh, because Judge Engeron, who's going to be the, the star of today's show, um, says it's, you know, the, the, the county appraiser said it's worth 18 to $27 million. And then I get into fights with people on the internet where I say the building itself is $100 million. You can't rebuild that building for $100 million. And some smart ass on the internet says, I could build that building on the lot next to it for one fifty of that price. And it's like, you idiot, there is no lot next to Mar-a-Lago that's not selling for $100 million. So thank you for proving the point. Okay. Sorry, I think I'm screaming too loud. Um, what's interesting about that video catching more traction on YouTube than other videos is it shows that there are people who are not falling for this shit anymore, even on YouTube. So that might be the, uh, you know, that'll be the pre-white uh, pill suppository for the black pill suppositories that are going to come with the rest of the stream. But um, yeah, it goes to show you that I, th th there's, a, there's more people out there who are no longer buying the shit. I should not swear, the Scheiser. Let's swear in German. See, I'm no longer buying the Scheiser, yeah. Unstint, if they don't buy the Scheiser, they have to control the narrative, yeah, and then get down with the people who are telling them that they are being told Scheiser lies, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it. So we're going to end this on, on Rumble, on YouTube, and go over to Rumble. The link is or should be in the pinned comment in the chat. It is. Then after that, we go to the Locals After Party. And if you're not on vivabarnslaw.locals.com, that's where the link is. You missed out on some fun stuff from yesterday at the Mar-a-Lago, not the Mar-a-Lago. Uh, where was I yesterday? The Miami RNC debate. So that's it. We go from, we end on YouTube, go over to Rumble and Locals, and then we end on Rumble and we have an after party on Locals. No medical advice, no election fortification advice, no legal advice, no financial advice. Although, no, no, no financial advice. Just to state the obvious, um, gold is, is, I don't know, I think, you know, I, I, gold is the original Bitcoin. Um, and uh, there's also, you can go to Rumble, you can join at vivabarnslaw.locals.com as a non-paying member, or if you choose to support, seven bucks a month, 70 bucks a year discounted rate, although some people actually support for more than that so that we can continue doing what we're doing. And what are we doing today? <sighs> okay. I guess what we'll do is, I'll do the recap of the RNC debate from last night with some highlights. And then we're gonna go over to Rumble, and we're gonna talk about Justin Trudeau, that sociopathic psychopath or the psychopathic sociopath or the narcissistic psychopathic narcissist no i said that narcissistic psychopathic sociopath he he is evil like i i, I try not to it's like people think evil is gonna always look like uh uh that guy there with the thing on his forehead um charles manson people think like evil looks like demonic in every way shape and form but the truest of the evil comes with a smile. The, truth, the truest of the evil has little flabby arms. And when they jog, they look like they've never jogged a day in their life. And they smile. And they say, this beating is for your own good. Justin Trudeau is, I mean, I'm convinced he's evil. I'm convinced. Uh, we're going to talk about Justin Trudeau uh, doing more to promote vaccine hesitancy than uh, actual real-time statistics, if you can believe it. Then we're going to talk about Judge Engelron. And the latest out of the New York Leticia James, or as I like to call her now, Lavrenti Barria uh, persecution. You all saw that, that disgusting thumbnail? And I said, look, if that thumbnail, if it's disgusting, that thumbnail, uh, that, which is, uh, we're going we're gonna to get to it, Judge Engeron's body, 
If it's disgusting and inappropriate, well, then that means something about what the judge has done in the conduct because that's not a leaked photo. That's not someone hacked into his phone and said, oh, this guy's taking like, you know, progress selfies in a gym. That was a photo that he willingly shared of himself on a alumni newsletter that he is the manager of the website. So, hey, YouTube, if it's inappropriate to see like 80-year-old man nipples, uh, then what this judge has done is wildly inappropriate. But if you can believe it, posting disgusting selfies of your, of your body where you're quite clearly naked also because he wasn't wearing, he wasn't wearing underwear. Uh, if that's inappropriate, well, no, I'm sorry. That's not even the most inappropriate part about it. We'll get there. So hold on a second. I just got to do one thing. This. Just going to send this email. Boom shakalaka. Okay. Uh, we're going to start with the debate last night. Let's just do, oh, you know what? We haven't done a poll. Let's do a poll here. Yeah. How do I do this? Start a poll. Did you watch the RNC debate last night? Who watched it? Oh, I should know. I should know. It wasn't a comparison. I don't want to know. I just want to know yes or no. I don't want to compare it to the Trump rally because people might have watched both. Who watched that debate last night? I, I got it wrong again. I was wrong on my prediction. I said it was going to be a gong show joke. Um, it, I, it was the best. It was the best of the three, which isn't saying very much. It's like comparing uh, poopy diapers to rotten milk to something else that's gross. Uh, moldy cheese. Now, I, you're going to take... That's what I took two milk products. So, uh, let's see here. No, no, no. X the nipples. <laughs> I could do what um, Robert Govea did, which was put Leticia James's face over the nipples. But I can't because that would be stealing his artistic genius. I watched... Well, I didn't watch it. I was there. It was... It was so, I, I, I drive down to Miami to do a live stream at the local studio in the morning. Two freaking hours to drive down because traffic was so bad. Like you're driving and your ETA just keeps getting pushed back and back. It starts off at 922, 936, 948. And then because I'm an idiot that I haven't gotten used to the roads here yet, I missed the express lane, 957. Um, and then I spent the entire day down in Miami. I went to Key Biscayne just because I had a few hours to kill to see the lighthouse, the... Um, memorable memorable well there's a, a what's it called a landmark lighthouse on the tip of key biscayne and if you were on vivabarnslaw.locals.com you would have seen that then i went to the debate did a little live stream and that's it the debate was actually the most entertaining of the three it was actually the most substantively clarifying of all three i i tweeted out during the debate or i x'd out i posted out on x during the debate i've never seen so many people uh, just openly promoting war. I, mean, like, I didn't realize there are five people on this stage. Four. I'll be fair to DeSantis. He was a little more circumspect with his um, assessments. There are four. It would be three. Haley, Tim Scott, and Chris Christie. Three war whores who are just campaigning on war, war, war. It's amazing. It's like, there's, they, it's like these politicians have never met a potential war they didn't like. So it was elucidating from a policy perspective. The only person who got it right policy-wise, in my view, is uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. I have, I, I'm not on his campaign. Uh, everyone knows I strongly stand with uh, not... Uh, I believe everybody has to support Trump because if they don't, they are actively benefiting from a, a system, a regime, which will come after them in due time. 
So it's not it's not because I'm like pushing Vivek or I'm not an influencer. Sure as hell not paid. Never would take a penny from any politician. Uh, and if I ever were paid for anything, you would know. He was the best on policy in all respects. Tim Scott at one point said something where he was talking about the blood of Ukrainians uh, being necessary to have been spilt to degrade the war machine of Russia. And I wish I, if anybody can find the clip, find it and share it because it was the most accidentally honest thing uh, that the GOP, the Uniparty, the warhorse could have ever said. We are willing to sacrifice other people's lives in furtherance of our proxy war to degrade the military of Russia. And I found it to be genuinely uh, atrocious. It's said, it's said so, so casually and so nonchalantly what others have already said, but a little more eloquently. You know, this is, we have to fight this war. We have to get, we have to, you know, get rid of Putin. If, if Putin, once he's done with Ukraine, he's going to go into France. He's going to go into Germany. It's going to be Putin is Hitler. I've heard the arguments. It's bullshit. Um, but I've never heard someone say it quite so uh, clearly. The blood of Ukrainians, it, yes, it's necessary to degrade the military capacity of Russia. And disgusting to say, I've been saying for a while now, you know, like 300,000 dead fighting-aged uh, Ukrainians in furtherance of this proxy war, which was a, uh, a no-win from the beginning. And now they're talking... Let's talk negotiations. Well, we've, we don't have anybody to fight anymore. We've sacrificed a generation of men and women in furtherance of this proxy war. Now let's talk uh, negotiations where when the likes of me and others were saying, when, has, when, have you never, when have you never had negotiation on the table being called Putin whores and Putin shills? Um, now, now they're talking about it. After they just politely, openly admit, yeah, we, we sacrificed Ukrainians to degrade the Russian war machine. That was just a risk we were willing to take. Of course it's worth it. Just ask Madeleine Albright. And, but the ultimate irony is, what's it done? Whose military has been degraded by this? Because in the same debate last night, in the same debate last night, what you heard was four of those five candidates saying, in fact, all five of them saying how badly degraded the US military is. You gotta spend the next decade building up warships because the US military's uh, capacity has been degraded through policy, through, uh, what's it called when you beat people down, discouraging, through uh, demoralizing is the word I was looking for. So the strategy was to sacrifice young men and women of Ukraine to degrade the, the Russian war machine, when all that's happened in the end is inflation in America, the degradation of America's military capacity and military ability to respond to international threats. And um, well, at least it didn't cost any American lives. So that was it. I mean, it was amazing. You watch, you watch four people whoring for war like it's nobody's business. But if anybody didn't see the debate, it's the moment of all moments. I'm, I'm calling it Ron Paul's Giuliani moment for Vivek. And my goodness, like after this opening, I was like, well, every time Vivek talks, <laughs> I'm going to be paying attention. Hold on. Uh, Citizen Free Press. Okay, like, I mean, I don't know where you want to pull the viral video from. We're going to play it. And holy crab apples of uh, the woman here. What's her name? The chair, Rhonda, not Rhonda Rousey. Well, whatever, Rhonda's going to be pissed with Vivek. And apparently she is so pissed that allegedly overheard in the audience saying he's not going to get another cent from us. But listen to Vivek's opening statement because it doesn't get any better than this. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you 
uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? Let me stop there before I even get started. Lester Holt's voice sounds like an AI-generated uh, radio host's voice. Like, if, you're, if you were going to... I don't have a radio voice. I might have a radio face. But that's like an AI-generated robot version of what everyone expects a radio voice to be. But, okay, maybe that's why he's where he is and I'm here. But I like it here. Okay, now I'm just going to let it play out, and I'm not going to talk. I'm going to shut my big mouth. Swami, let me turn to you. Uh, please make your case. Why would you... Uh, why should you be the nominee and not the former president? I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have a cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronna McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020, 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> and I think that we have to have accountability in our party. For that matter, Ron, if you want to come on stage tonight, you want to look the GOP voters in the eye and tell them you resign, I will turn over my, yield my time to you. And frankly, look, the people there are cheering for losing in the Republican Party. Think about who's moderating this debate. This should be Tucker Carlson, Joe Rogan, and Elon Musk. We'd have 10 times the viewership asking questions that GOP primary voters actually care about and bringing more people into our party. Hold on one second. Oh, my. Can you imagine? I mean, first of all, how has nobody done this yet? Uh, who, who hosted the last one? Maybe, they, maybe, they, maybe this exact opportunity had not yet arisen, but I think, you know, it could have been, it could have happened before. Holy crap. Shouldn't be you three disinformation losers out there. It should be actual people, the actual uh, leaders of meaningful discourse, open discussion that should be hosting this. Not you three propagandists, but wait, there's more. You think the Democrats, and we've got Kristen Welker here, you think the Democrats would actually hire Greg Gutfeld to host a Democratic debate? They wouldn't do it. And so the fact of the matter is, I mean, Kristen, I'm going to use this time because this is actually about <laughs> you in the media and the corrupt media establishment. I'm going, I'm going after you in particular, Crystal, Kristen, whatever her name is. The Trump-Russia collusion hoax that you pushed on this network for years, was that real or was that Hillary Clinton made up disinformation? Oh, Answer the question. Go. Oh, I'm not here to answer questions. Mr. Sorry. <laughs> this is how we get country back. Oh, hold on. Hold on. You want to know the face of... This is like that episode of The Simpsons. You can actually see the moment where her heart breaks. It's right there. Oh, oh, it was. Can I? There. Oh, oh, that it was <laughs> right there. Oh my goodness! You propagandist, election interfering individual, and now you're gonna sit here and talk to me. <laughs> oh. We need accountability because this media rigged the 2016 election. Testify. They rigged the 2020 election with a Hunter Biden laptop story. Oh, yeah. And they're going to rig this election. Your time is up. Accountability. Let me turn to That's Governor, Governor Christie. Why are you oh, my goodness. The shots heard around the world. Holy, <laughs> holy crab apples. That was that, that, That's how the debate started. And then there were some other highlights. But it, it, it's, it does not, will not get better than that. And it's like, Vivek is the only one on that stage, with the exception of DeSantis, who's a little more muted, but um, certainly does not carry that level of um, energy when he speaks. Vivek is the only one on stage actually saying what, what, what people believe. 
not what donors believe and not what donors want to hear. That was, that was right here. That was true truth to power. You propagandists interfered in 2016, but it didn't work. Three years of Russia collusion, spying on the president, abusing of FISA courts, falsifying evidence. And when that didn't work, you messed with the 2020 election, changed the rules, a secret cabal of well-funded individuals, changing the rules, changing the laws, controlling the flow of information, intelligence officers coming out and saying that the Hunter Biden laptop story has the earmarks of Russian disinformation, the media running with it, censoring it. They, they interfered in 2020. And they're going to do it again if they can. And they're doing it again right now with this persecution of Donald Trump, which we're going to get to. So that was, that was the opening statement. It doesn't, doesn't get any better than that. Um, oh, and, and I got to tell you this. Y you know that they're coming after Vivek because he's over the mark. He's over the, whatever the expression is here. Let's, let's see what this one was here. Oh. Senator, stop. Mr. Ramaswamy, are you persuaded by President Zelensky's urgent Where do you stand on that? I am absolutely unpersuaded, and I'm actually enjoying watching the Ukraine hawks quietly, delicately tiptoe back from their position as this thing has unwound into a disaster. Absolutely amazing on point on everything, but we'll get to the end because I think the end is the best part of the joke. They're using the Ukrainian Orthodox Church. They have banned it. The Ukrainian parliament just did this last week, supported by our dollars. And I think you owe it to the American people, Nikki, to at least this one time to condemn. That's time. At least to condemn their banning of Christians. Or else they're talking about both sides of the Oh, that wasn't the right one. Uh, again, right on policy. He didn't say that Ukraine bad, Russia good. What Vivek said is everybody knew Ukraine had a massive corruption problem. The, 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 the number one export from Ukraine prior to the Russia invasion was human trafficking. A, a problem which, from what I understand, has only gotten worse in light of this war. Everybody knew Ukraine was, if not the most, among the most corrupt governments in Europe by a long shot. Everybody knew it. Vivek is not saying Ukraine bad, Russia good, but rather uh, there's a regional conflict that was <laughs> exacerbated or potentially uh, initiated by the West in 2014. And these war whores uh, are just seizing the opportunity to take American tax dollars to fund foreign conflict, endless, costly foreign conflict to everybody's detriment and to the benefit of the very people that this war is allegedly being waged against. Now, I don't know if I have the one about, uh, do, we, is, do we want, do we get Nikki Haley or are we getting Dick Cheney in three inch heels? Well, it doesn't, oh, here we go, here we go. This is the one, I, I, I knew I got it here. Oh God, let's go to the end here. Son, Hunter Biden got a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. That's why we're sending $200 billion back to Truth. the country. The fact of the matter is the Republican Party is not that much better. You have the likes of Nikki Haley, who stepped down from her time at the UN. Bankrupt or in debt was her family. Then she becomes a military contractor. She joins the board of Boeing and otherwise, and is now a multimillionaire. So I think that that's wrong. The Republicans do it or Democrats do it. That's the choice we face. Do you want a leader from a different generation who's going to put this country first? Or do you want Dick Cheney in three-inch heels? But uh, Nikki Haley net worth. Let me just see what her net worth is. Ah. Since Haley's net worth has ballooned from less than one million to an estimated eight million. Oh, interesting. Let's just do a little fact check in real time, Vivek. No oh, I'm not paying for that. I'm not 
Are you crazy? Archive. And let's just see if this has been archived. Because, uh, nope, nope, sorry, Forbes. Oh, good, it was last archived. The net worth of every presidential candidate. Donald Trump, $2.6 billion. Not if you ask Leticia James. Holy crab apples, Vivek. Well done. <laughs> I mean, so long as you didn't, you didn't make that $800 million uh, you know, through Halliburton. Doug Burgum, oh, a piddly $100 million. Oh, Doug, go, go home and do some homework. <laughs> Robert Kennedy, $15 million. Chris Christie, $15 million. Joe Biden, $10 million. Nikki Haley, $8 million. That's the one we care about. So let's just go down. Can I do this? I can do it if I can. Nikki Haley is devoted. Uh, is it devoted? Oh, okay, let's see. Okay, search, search. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley. Let's see this. $8 million. Nikki Haley. Stunned Washington by resigning her role as United Nations ambassador in the Trump administration in 2018, less than two years after taking office. A spokesperson from Haley claims that family financial troubles had no bearing whatsoever on Ambassador Haley's decision to leave the position. All right, so she had financial troubles and points to a section in Haley's resignation letter in which she expressed support for rotations in office. But the same letter also suggested that Haley may have had money-making ventures on her mind. As a businesswoman, a business per, as a businessman, she wrote to Donald Trump, I expect you will appreciate my sense that returning from government to the private sector is blah, blah, blah. Since then, that's amazing. Since then, Haley's net worth has ballooned from less than $1 million to an estimated $8 million. Since leaving in 2018. It's a pretty damn good ROI, if I say it myself. Return on investment... What was the investment, Nikki Haley? <laughs> Holy crap, I didn't know that. Okay. <laughs> hey, from 1 million to 8 million in five years. Rich or poor, people, it's good to be in politics. The only, there's no white privilege. The only privilege is political privilege. Uh, do I have any more? So, so do we do the responses to Vivek today? Uh, no, we're going to do it today. Do we do it on YouTube or do we do it on Rumble? Hmm. The benefit to staying on YouTube longer than it deserves is deferring people over to Rumble, but we don't want to stay on, on YouTube for more, than, for more than they deserve. So we're going to end on YouTube right now, and I'm going to share the link to get us all over to the free speech platform where you can talk about uh, Justin Trudeau, um, you know, potentially faking something online. We'll see. Where you could show nips, although I'm showing the nips on YouTube because I almost want YouTube to say, sorry, Judge Engeron's nips are inappropriate. And to which I would say, oh, look at that. Judge Engeron, inappropriate. Um, Carrie, okay, so Carrie, I've talked, first of all, I, I interviewed Vivek, bought a failed Alzheimer's drug, rebranded it, and had his mommy debunk the studies that it didn't work. So I, I, I've, I've actually addressed this multiple times and had, I asked Vivek about it. That was the hit piece on Vivek that came out on Twitter. Um, I forget who the guy was. And uh, I, I, look, the, the actual explanation is not sinister. And it, his mummy didn't debunk the studies. What should, what the, the attempt was to try to find an alternate use to something, try to work it. And uh, 90, if you've ever invested in pharma companies, you know it's among the... It's a, it's a, I think the only thing that's riskier than investing in pharma companies is mining companies. So th there's a reason why 99% of these companies fail. Because it's risky, you don't know, and it was not fraud. It was it, it's, until proof to the contrary, a bona fide attempt to do something great. As as Vivek explained, he didn't. And if you believe him, if you don't believe him, then you won't believe him. But he made his money not on the failed Alzheimer's drugs, but on the successful patented other drugs that the company produced.
So anyways, again, not to defend him. That was his explanation, and you either believe it or you don't. <sighs> what did I say? We're going to end on YouTube. Come over to Rumble, or... Actually, I should use the opportunity here to do this. Or come straight on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. But actually, before you do that, because everybody needs to drink coffee in the morning and everybody likes to have shot glasses in their house, I don't know, and shirts, everybody needs a shirt. Go to Viva Fry merch store. It's vivafry.com. Uh, where's mine? Well, I'm wearing Politics Ruins Everything because that's the classic, but heck is my... I don't have my mugs here anyhow. But I got the mug. Uh, actually, the mug broke. I have the mug shot. The shot glass with the mug shot on it. And then there's also non-political stuff. There's our We Are Here t-shirt, above average, at vivabarnslaw.locals.com. Vivafry.com. It's got, the, it's got all the classic stuff, bumper stickers and whatever. So here you go. Look at that. Beautiful. Taxation is in theft. It's armed robbery. We'll be wild. Fighting words, according to Leticia... Uh, not Leticia James. Colorado. Okay. Now we're really leaving. No, hold on. I want to get out of here is what I want to do. So remove. Um, come on over to Rumble. Ending on YouTube now. Okay, so how you know that Vivek is over the target and um, on point? Go to Twitter. Go to the mainstream media and witness in real time the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not a social media. The campaign. Witness the campaign to tell everybody out there that Nikki Haley won the night. It's, oh God. Uh, I, I say like, you know, the difference between propaganda and news, information and disinformation, one seeks to inform and the other seeks to manipulate. I mean, that's sort of the obvious description. News outlets like the New York Times have gone from, I don't, they were never there. They, they were not there to inform reflect public opinion they are there to shape public opinion and if you go out on the interwebs today twitter new york times you'll see uh they're in overdrive to tell you that vivek lost the debate and not just the outlets hold on hold on <laughs> all right the the pundits the pundits let's just go Who, who's this pundit this is megan mccain don't get to the don't get to that i don't want to get to the punchline yet this is megan mccain one of the Pundits, this is uh, McCain, McCain's daughter. Rabble rouser, mountain mama? I don't know what that means. Um, they're going after Vivek. It's going to be on twisting the substance or demonizing the person. Leave politicians' kids alone. Because on the discussion of TikTok, when Nikki Haley was going after Vivek on the question of should TikTok be banned in America... She says, you use TikTok. They went after him on the TikTok thing the last time, and I think uh, Vivek came prepared. You, how dare you talk about TikTok? You couldn't ban it. You use it yourself. As if using the tools that are available to you to reach and influence the generation that you are asking to vote for you is a bad thing. Enjoy losing, losers, is what the response basically was from Vivek. Okay, hey, you want to be holier than thou and fight battles of purity instead of actually fighting battles to win? But not, not like cheating not doing immoral stuff, using the tools to reach the people where the people are there to be reached. Oh, great. The amount of people I've had tell me, shut down your YouTube channel, you're being an idiot. First of all, it's so dumb, it's so short-sighted, and it's counterproductive. Oh yeah, I'm gonna shut down YouTube despite uh, you know, th it, that it, it allows me to do what I, what it did. 
allow me to do what I did. Okay, so it's stupid financially, stupid economically. Just come off YouTube now. You've got, you know, you're on Rumble. Okay, do you not think it's in Rumble's best interest to, you know, uh, have a, a reach over on what is still undoubtedly, indisputably the biggest platform to make people aware that it, that Rumble exists, to bring people over to Rumble, to highlight the differences between Rumble and YouTube. So you can cut your nose off to spite your face all day long. And what Nikki Haley said is like, I'm so holy, I don't use TikTok. You do, Vivek. You know, when you want to reach the younger generation of voters, you use TikTok. You should come off TikTok too and lose like the rest of us. To which Vivek Ramaswamy responded, your daughter uses TikTok very publicly. Doctor, heal thyself. And then there was some oohs and boos in the crowd because you, 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 don't, you don't state hard facts that make someone look like a hypocrite in real time. And when you do, you get your minions coming out and saying, how dare you? Leave the kids alone. Unless we're talking about Baron Trump. Unless we're talking about Eric Trump accusing him of being a cokehead, unless we're talking about Donald Trump and Ivanka Trump going after them for the alleged crimes of their father. Oh yeah, no, then it's fine. Or unless we're going after Hunter Biden, then it's fine. Or as I discovered with, with Meghan McCain, holier than thou, the harder people protest their own holiness, the more hypocrite you know that they are. And so I just say, oh, that's interesting. It'd be, it'd be really bad if Meghan McCain had a tweet out there that proved her to be a raging hypocrite. Oh, what's that? I found it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to look at Jack Posobiec and say, how does Jack get all of these old tweets, you know, that he uses, you know, to prove people wrong, to prove people here? He said, you know, you have a network, people send you stuff. Also, once you know, hmm, what would make someone a hypocrite in the context of a leave politicians' kids alone tweet? Well, it would be one where you ostensibly went after their family as well. Donald Trump says spreading fake and totally discredited dossier, quote, is unfortunately a very dark stain against John McCain, Ken Starr, former independent counsel. He had far worse, quote, stains than this, including thumbs down on repeal and replace after years of complaining to repeal and replace. Okay, that seems like a very fair criticism of a man to which Megan, uh, Megan McCain, just refresh your memories, people. Leave politicians' kids alone, you bastard. What does she say? No one will ever love you the way they loved my father. I wish I had been given more Saturdays with him, appealing to emotion. Maybe spend yours with your family instead of on Twitter obsessing over mine. Go home to your kids. No one's going to love you the way they loved my father. When was this, by the way? Oh, yeah, 2019. Nobody, nobody loves Trump. That's why he got 70, however many million votes he got in 2020. But oh my goodness, people love Joe Biden so much he got 81 million votes. Go home to your family. Leave the politicians' kids alone, you heartless bastards. Hypocrites. Hypocrites. What was the other one? Here's another one that comes out in defense of. Let me do that. I don't want to get, get ahead of myself here. This is Ari Fleischer. Is he a Democrat or is he a Republican? Former White House press secretary, Fox News contributors, Yankee and Dolphins fans. Yankees are a baseball team and Dolphins are a football team. New York Yankees, Miami Dolphins. I hope he's not one of them New Yorkers that comes down to Florida and imports their failed policy. All right, so he says uh, the attack on Nikki's daughter is a low blow. He should not have done that. He's got, they got McCain's daughter coming out. They've got Ari Fleischer coming out. They've got the New York Times saying that Nikki Haley won. He shouldn't have done it. I felt the need to set Ari Fleischer 
a little bit straight. And I'll read my own tweet for those who are listening to this in podcast format on Viva Barnes Law for the People on Podbean. It's not an opinion. This is a juvenile appeal to emotion. This is an opinion. A juvenile appeal to emotion, not an argument, Ari Fleischer. And by the way, I, 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 I actually just thought this up myself this morning. There's a difference between a low blow and a gut punch, and I love that. They might feel the same, <laughs> but there's a difference. One is cheating, is unfair sportsmanship, and the other one is just a damn debilitating legitimate punch. Vivek Ramaswamy's answer was a gut punch because it's true and it highlights the elitist political hypocrisy that they think they can lecture others, mandate rules for the lowly citizenry that they themselves and their families don't have to follow. Nikki Haley lecturing Vivek on the evils of TikTok while her family uses it? No different than John Kerry flying around the world on a private jet lecturing the citizens about carbon emissions. Hypocrites! The whole bloody lot of them! pretending to be victims when their hypocrisy is exposed. Write that down. Huh? Ooh, that's two, that's two today. Oh man, yeah, hypocrites. But it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slander machine. I don't think I have the, um, yeah, let me, get, let me get the New York Times. I'm not gonna get the New York Times article, just the graph, because they're just, it's just like, it's just, I talked about it yesterday. The fractal wrongness of the New York Times at a given point in time. It's not an accident. It's not incompetence. It's a strategy. First time's an accident. Second time's a coincidence. Third time is enemy action. I think I screwed it up. It doesn't matter. You, you, know, you know what I'm getting at. The thing with the thing. This is how New York Times frames the debate, by the way. Here, look at this. Oh, and they got to they go to the... Remember, I, I was actually surprised that nobody accused Vivek of misogyny for the three-inch heels remark. Um, as if there's any misogyny to that in any event, but it's because it's a, an identifiably female uh, article of clothing. They will, th that accusation will come out if it hasn't already come out. As if you, you know, when you accuse, when you criticize or go after DeSantis's boots, you know, there's no, there's no, uh, what is it, misandry? There's no identity politics coming into play there. But when you do it with a woman and they can weaponize it, they will. But look at this. She certainly beat all the boys. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Imagine if someone had come out and said, he really, he really walloped those little sissy girls. I mean, just imagine someone framing it as a man coming out and destroying the girls. How far would that get you? It would get you canceled is how far it would get you. <laughs> opinion. New York Times opinion reminds me of the expression, opinions are like buttholes. Everyone's got one, and nobody likes other people rubbing theirs in their face. New York Times opinion, and it's going to be a good one. She certainly beat all the boys. Oh, that's, that's girl boss, girl power, you go girl, rocket. Winners and losers of the third debate. And they all seemingly have Nikki Haley as the winner. Imagine having watched that debate last night. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to plagiarize from Cernovich, but I'm not really going to plagiarize from him because I'm going to give him credit for the thought. Although I, I had the same thought, but I... Don't want anyone accusing me of plagiarism. Cernovich tweeted out, and astutely observingly so, all anybody is talking about right now is Vivek's zingers. Love him or hate him, citing them with approval or citing them with admonishment, that is the news flow right now. And you're going to come out and say that Nikki Haley won with her stupid, I like my heels because I carry them as ammunition. Nobody has been able to figure out what the hell she meant by that. Go check her tweet. She says, my heels are ammunition. What the? What, I've seen videos of, of stiletto heels doing bad things. I don't know that that's what you want to be getting at, Nikki. But the New York Times, 
who got it wrong on the Holodomor, the Ukrainian famine, who got it wrong on Hitler's Nazi Germany, who got it wrong on Stalinism and communism, who got it wrong on the devastating effects of the nuclear explosions over Japan, who got it wrong on Vietnam, who got it wrong on the Second Intifada, who got it wrong on Nicholas Sandman, who got it wrong on COVID. They're going to get it right here. Trust us. Trust them. <laughs> this time, they have to get it right. Can you imagine getting all those things wrong? It's like flipping a coin and getting heads every single time. Well, that only happens with a weighted coin. It could, in theory, happen, but it won't. It will only happen with a weighted coin. New York Times is weighted propaganda, and their opinion now is itself weighted propaganda. Vivek smashed everybody. And to put him in fifth place at the consistent bottom, you're living in a fantasy land of delusion, you pathological liars. Your opinions are not worth the toilet paper that you use to wipe them. Anyway, that's, that's about all the uh, attention I think we need to give the New York Times. Okay, hold on. We're going to do a test here, by the way. Just a, a minor pause. I think, we, I think we've covered the debate. It was, it was fantastic. It was much more entertaining than previous debates. I did not watch the Trump uh, speech, which was given up just at the, um, uh, you know, at, at, it's called Hylea, I think. It's, it's a little further north. But um, the biggest takeaway, hold on one second. Was is das? Oh, this is not right. Why don't, see, don't bring this up, Vito. This is, not a, this is not on the subject right now. I'll play an interview that I had with a guy outside for two seconds. But before we do that, this is the question for the chat, everybody. Okay? Look at the lighting. Look at the lighting now, the backdrop, okay? Do we prefer lights on? or lights off. Now this is lights off. This is the yellow light above me that's off with only the flood lighting. Okay. Do we like this? There's a little bit of a chill nightly feel, even though it's 1.30. This or or this. Let it get back into proper exposure. This or this. So off or on? Chat, let me know because I'm going to make a decision about this. I hope the answer is not going to be off. Do it again. You look purdy, says Severdine Squib. Off or on? One more time. Okay, we'll do it one more time. This is on. And this is off. Off. On. The only question for me was, I, I felt like I looked a little jaundiced. Let me get this thing focusing here. There we go. I felt like I looked a little jaundiced because those stupid lamp light bulbs, they make me look a little more yellow. So off or on? Off, off, off. Off, off, off. Off. On, on, off. Oh, gosh. Okay, I'll have to do, I'll do a proper poll on our vivabarnslaw.locals.com community. Okay. Holy crap, guys. If you thought we were going to get through this stream without staring at an 80-year-old man's nipples. <laughs> oh, uh, have you ever noticed that Adam Sandler in all of his movies has a theme of like sexual attraction to older people? It's very... It's, uh, in looking, re-watching the classics, well, maybe with the exception of Billy Madison, even, even in the movies where he's attracted to the young, attractive person, there's always a theme of like old people stuff you had it in you had it in happy gilmore 
You had it in You Don't Mess With The Zohan. You have it in a lot of his stand-up. Anyhow, all that to say, Judge Angeron, segue. But before we do the segue, actually, hold on, hold on. I see one, I see one crumble rant in, oh God. Well, I guess it is the segue because we got to look at that thumbnail. <laughs> okay, by the way, I, I think it's, I don't want to, I'm not trying to make fun of someone's body. It's, you know, for an old man, he's, he's, I guess, ripped and, um, I mean, I do see a face in there, but I think everybody's seen that face in there. It's like, uh, so this is not about fat shaming, body shaming whatsoever. This is about judgment shaming. We'll get there. A lot of you will die, but that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Okay, do we do a... No, you know what? We'll do Justin Trudeau. No, we'll, we'll, we're going to go with... Um, we're going to go with... Judge Angeron. It, it's, it's so wild. The topless photos are not the most controversial part of this story. Okay, for those of you who don't know, Judge Angeron, I've played the video a, a dozen times, I won't play it anymore. He's the judge that is adjudicating in the politically motivated persecution of Donald Trump out of New York. He's a civil judge in a civil fraud trial um, that in, in which he's already issued his order of, of a guilt, a finding of fraud, and... Um, the finding of fraud and basically now the question is how much are they going to disgorge Trump for liquidate his assets I mean, a quarter of a billion dollars are they just going to take all of his assets and money because you know he defrauded those itty bitty banks by not um, allowing them to charge the interest rate that they would have charged that's the punchline we're going to get to at the end of this the biggest takeaway because yesterday Ivanka Trump testified after her motion to quash the subpoena for her to testify was not granted by Judge Angeron Judge Engeron, the guy who, who smiles like a, like a buffoon when the cameras come into the courtroom, like he's, like he's the star of the hour and this is, his, like, this is his moment to shine. This is, like, this is his Arnold Schwarzenegger in Conan the Barbarian moment. Um, well, hold, do we do a first interview? Hold on. This is here. Creep Judge. Let's, let's, let's play the Jesse Waters bit on this. Well, play the Jesse Waters bit on Fox News because I think it's important to give credit where the credit is, in fact, due. And it wasn't Jesse Waters or his producers that broke this story or did the due diligence. It was Marco Polo 501c3 on Twitter that did, as far as I know. But alas, let's just see what Fox News reported on this. So, Honorable Manhattan Judge Arthur Engeron, you remember the taxi-driving hippie drummer with hair wilder than Bernie's? Smiling into the camera like he's been cast in an 80s courtroom sitcom? Well, actually, did he just compare his hair to Bernie Sanders? Jesse Waters is going to get accusations of anti-Semitism. It's coming. I'm joking. Listen to this. Remember when we warned you that drummers are always the crazy ones? Should have listened. There's more than meets the eye with this goofy judge. Literally. I, oh, I never heard that the drummers are the crazy one. I always thought it was the guitarists that were the crazy ones. That doesn't matter. We found out today we. that this judge runs a high school alumni newsletter. If you graduated from Whitley and you're interested in attending your class reunion, the judge has you covered. But that's, that's about all. <laughs> the only thing the judge covers. Oh. This is Trump's judge sharing your run-of-the-mill bonus torso photo. Primetime did our due diligence because we were... Well, primetime due diligence. Marco Polo uh, 501c3 already broke it, already did the due diligence, and I had to make sure, before I retweeted this, I had to personally verify with, with, with 
Garrett, that this was like, this was not, A, that this was not the result of a hack, uh, and it's not, and B, that it's accurate, which it is. Back privacy. Our crack producers compared and contrasted other shirtless photos of the judge that were also circulating online, <laughs> the pecs and the abs checkout. And it wasn't just one shirtless bathroom selfie. Judge Nudie, not to be confused with Judge Judy. That's very funny. This is horrifying. I mean, this, it's just, even if one had taken this picture, you have to have some body issues to share it and think it's appropriate to share on an alumni website. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get to the, and by the way, just the punchline. This is not the most outrageous part of the story. Let's keep going. Posted another one. We've asked the judge, what are you doing? And please tell us we're wrong. We'll let you know what he says. But again, this is Judge Nudie's newsletter. If he's posting some other man's nude bathroom selfie. Even worse. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Plus, circumstantial evidence leads us to believe that, yes, this is Judge Judy's bare chest. Because the judge has a new workout routine. There he is with his gym buddy. I guess they spot each other. Judge Nudie has the right to express himself in any way he wants. This is where I think, this is where I think uh, 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 Jesse Waters didn't drop the ball but missed the point. But let's, we'll we get don't there. judge, but he does. The nude bathroom selfie-sharing former drummer gets to decide whether Donald Trump's real estate empire lives or dies. Oh, he also gets to decide that Mar-a-Lago's worth 18 to $27 million for the purposes of determining fraud because the county appraiser for tax, per, of what was it, for municipal purposes, you know. Oh my God, okay, it doesn't matter. You can't take this man. Oh, 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 whoa, whoa. Is that the clerk that he's spending? Oh, that is the clerk, okay. Oh, Jesse, what is Mike getting into trouble twice? Oh, no, that's right. Judge Engeron didn't gag the media yet, but he did gag Trump's attorneys from making any disparaging comments about um, his politically motivated clerk that seems to be adjudicating the better part of this case for him. But okay, let's, let's let this finish here. Men like this, can't have the unilateral power to nuke the president's business license because a racist prosecutor asked him to. She is the racist. The man's a joke. If anybody should be hit with a gag order, it's Judge. I just want to see how, how old he is. Arthur Angeron Age. Um, Arthur F. Angeron. Yada, yada, yada. Get, stay signed out. How old is he? Arthur Angeron Age, net worth, my goodness, these are not the most flattering pictures. How old is he? Am I going to be able to find his, his, his more? Just, I, just When was he born is what I want to know. Now oh, forget this. Okay, we're not going to be able to do it. He, he's old, so you know, good for him. He's in good shape. And if he's doing like progressive selfies, good for him. Showing off, I lost 50 pounds, 75 pounds, good. If these were on his phone and someone hacked it, inappropriate. You know, when, uh, when Biden's brother had one of his nudie selfies used on a as a profile on a gay website if that was hacked wildly inappropriate if it wasn't and it was deliberate wildly inappropriate at least you know maybe not 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 wildly inappropriate but rather potentially compromising for the brother of a president that's not the most outrageous thing about this whole thing let's just go to the website the wheatley alumni this is the uh yeah it's in archive i guess it probably is taken down by now this is the website, the, what is it called, a newsletter, like an alumni newsletter, the Wheatley School Alumni Association. All of this was broken by Marco Polo 501c3, as far as I know. 
If someone else got it before him, please let me know so I can, we can give the credit where the credit is due. This is it. He manages this. Where was the picture? The bonus torso? Was it in this one? Bonus torso. Here you go. This is the one with the boner torso. The bonus. The bonus torso. The bonus torso. Or the boner, boner torso. This is the one. Just like, oh, hey, by the way, here, the, here's an update. Wheatley class of 2006. I don't know what's going on here. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Monstrous regards, Mark Rosen. Oh, bonus, bonus torso. Because that's what you want to see. Judgment is off. There's no question. Pun intended. That's not the most outrageous thing about it. You, you know what the most amazing thing about this is? Engoron. No, that's not how you spell his name, which would be the reason why I can't find it. Engoron. Look what he's, look what he's sharing with the world. Look what he's sharing with the world. Arthur Friedrichs Engeron. So Wheatley class of 1967. So assume that he was, I don't know, 16 in 67. So he's going to be 56. He's going to be 70 some odd years old. Okay, fine. Uh, oh, what is this? I hope that's, that's not, I don't want to find that. There's a number there. Um, where are the articles that he's sharing? It's the articles that he's sharing. Here you go. Articles about decisions. Look at this. This is what he's sharing, bragging about to his community. Let's go to the first one. Look at this. This is what he's sharing. Let me just make sure we're looking at the same thing because the windows are overlapping. This is what he's sharing with his community. Judge orders Eric Trump to testify before election in New York Attorney General probe of President Trump. Oh, hey guys, look at my accomplishments. Here, what's the next one about here? From 360 Law. Let me, hey guys, are, are you impressed yet? Look at my hard body. Oh yeah, I'm also, in addition to my hard body that I'm sharing with all of you because it's totally appropriate, here are my politically motivated decisions. Tell me I'm good. Tell me I'm a, I'm a good citizen. Tell me I'm a good comrade. Look what I'm doing to Eric Trump. Must give deposition before election, judge rules. Let me just make sure this, this is Judge Angeron. Here we go. New York State Supreme Judge, judge Angeron ruled from the bench that Eric Trump must sit for a deposition. So this is, and also this is all current. Are we looking at the same thing? We are. Let's go back down here. What's the third article? New York Times. This is what he's, in addition to sharing his nudies, it's nudie magazine day, people. In addition to sharing his nudies, judge orders Eric Trump to testify in fraud case. He's sharing off, he's sharing his politically motivated successes. What's this one? Gothamist? Let's see what this is. A Manhattan judge uh, rescinded a hot... I can't read this story because that one, that one, so this one, I, I don't know what it's about. Mega Tower. I don't know if that's Trump. And then we got um, UWS. Let's see what this one is here. The real deal. This is what he's sharing with his community above and beyond nudies. Does Trump have a, 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 okay, so Trump's not in this one. So it's unrelated. So here, hey guys, look, look at the good work I'm doing prosecuting the Trump and his Trump family. Give me my accolades in this, in this alumni newsletter that I manage. In a, here's, a, here's a naked picture of me, or at least, you know, I'm not showing you my ding-dong, but you know damn well it's down there. Uh, but also, tell me I'm good. Tell me that I'm going after Trump. Real good-like. Total justice. I mean, this is, this is the, justice is blind. But tell me I'm good for persecuting all of my judgments against Trump. Tell me I'm good. I, I guarantee you they all loved it. I'm not sure they all loved the unsolicited bonus torso photos, but I, I suspect a lot of them liked what they were hearing from this guy. Oh, shit, look at this. This, is, this judge is sticking it to the man. I, we hate Donald Trump. All those jobs that he created in New York, all the, the, the impact he had on the skyline of New York, he, he changed the skyline of New York for good. 
if you are into the urban jungle type environment. Changed it. This judge is boasting his political kills to his private community, thinking it's not going to come back and haunt him. So here's the punchline in all of this. The nudie shows compromised judgment on a moral, ethical level. The rest of what that judge is sharing in that community shows bias at a political, judicial level. Compromised judgment at a judicial level, and that's where Jesse Waters should have just gone one step further. I don't give a sweet bugger all about his shriveled body. Good for him. Share those pictures. Dude, I like, maybe some people on that list didn't want to see it. Maybe they had some questions. That's fine. It shows poor judgment. The other uh, celebration of his accolades shows biased, politically motivated, judicial judgment. And that is a very, very big problem. And if that doesn't serve as the basis of whatever summary motion they're going for, directed verdict now, uh, motion to recuse, if that doesn't serve as the basis to someone to look into this judge and say, should this guy be sitting on the bench? I, but the other thing is, if I had to guess, I'd say the dude is into some seriously bizarre stuff on a personal level. Now, I don't, it doesn't change anything from a judicial level. I might not let him babysit my, my kids. Probably wouldn't. Hey, boys, you want to see a healthy old man's body? Let's check my nips out. I wouldn't let him babysit kids. Wouldn't, wouldn't recommend that he you know, go from the, the bench to a daycare teacher. Um, but I, I guarantee he's up to some really, really funky stuff on a personal level. His, he's, he is biased to the point where he should not be a judge. Period. Oh, and then just to get into the latest developments of that trial, that persecution, the Leticia James's prosecution, it's a civil case, but it's a persecution and a prosecution. They've rested <laughs> 20, 25 days into this. Let's, let's see what Leticia James's uh, last, last, um, last Lavrentia Beria uh, update was in this case. She's putting out her daily videos. Here it is. Today, we had Trump on the stand. And we showed him that you cannot break the law and get away with it. And we will come and get you and your kids. And we will take your dog and we will bring him to the shelter and we will euthanize your dog for the fraud that you perpetrated against the innocent banks of New York who only made $48 million because of your inaccurate representations of the value of your properties that they obviously did not evaluate either before extending you billions of dollars in those. I don't know. Okay, let's see what you said. <clears throat> Just hurt my throat. <laughs> Today we heard... Oh, stop, stop. Oh, oh, let me just keep doing that again and again. Okay, Today let, we heard testimony from Ivanka Trump, Ivanka our Trump. last witness in our trial against Donald Trump, the Trump Organization and other defendants. Who the hell are you looking at, Leticia? Just please just tell me, who are you looking at? You're looking at an empty room because you're a loser, a corrupt political hack loser. Oh, but just let's set it up. Let me make me look dignified. Make me look like a Roman, a Roman emperor speaking to a Colosseum. You're speaking to an empty room, you political hack. For the past five weeks, five weeks, dozens of witnesses who worked at and with the Trump Organization Ooh. and had intimate knowledge intimate. of their business practices. Was it as intimate as a topless Judge Angeron? We also heard from the defendants themselves. Oh, yeah. The testimony of these individuals. Damning. It was terrible. The accompanying exhibits. It was awful. Show the incredible scale and scope of Donald Trump's fraudulent business practices and that they were used to enrich himself and his company. Ivanka Trump was a senior executive at the Trump Organization 
and she played an integral role in negotiating and securing loans on some of the company's most high-profile properties. Hey, uh, Leticia, why don't you tell the public why she's no longer a defendant to the lawsuit? Why is she no longer a defendant? Oh, could it be because she might, maybe that what you just said there is mildly, potentially uh, inaccurate? Is that possible? Was she released as a defendant because of a lack of connection to the Trump enterprises? That's a question. As the leader of the old post office project in Washington, D.C., Ivanka used her father's fraudulent statements of financial conditions yeah, yeah. to secure better terms on loans from Deutsche Bank. The Trump Organization later sold the property, and the proceeds totaled $139 million. You see, Ivanka Trump's ties to the family business run deep, and they all profited as a result. We rested our case today. Next, the defense will present their case. As we have shown, and as the judge has already ruled, Donald Trump and his company committed repeated fraud. <laughs> I am confident that we will prevail on the rest of our case because the facts don't lie. Ugh, shown, the facts don't lie. You do. <laughs> and as the judge has already ruled. Oh, the judge, he's already ruled. The judge has already ruled on it. Guilty. Case, as we have shown, and as the judge has already ruled, Donald Trump and his company committed repeated fraud. I'm How the hell has the judge already ruled when the trial's not over? I mean, don't, oh, oh, that's right. He has that little tool under his belt, uh, summary judgment. <laughs> I declare you guilty of the fraud. Now let's hear how many years you go to jail for. Oh, the trial's not over yet. Oh, well, hold on a sec. And, and the objections that the judge lets in and sustains. And, oh my gosh. This is, this is a, it's, it's a desecration of institutions. Take your money and get the hell out of New York. Confident that we will prevail on the rest of our case because the facts don't lie. No, no, just, I do, just, oh yeah. The facts don't lie. The fact, that, that's why you don't have a trial on it. Holy shit, people. Okay, I mean, okay, he's already ruled he's guilty. It's, they, they've Alex Jones, Donald Trump. He's already guilty. How much does he pay now? A billion? Maybe, the, jail him too? Just take everything, take everything. Say that his Mar-a-Lago property is worth 18 million. So that when you go satisfy your judgment of 250 million or whatever you get from Nip, Nip Judge Mc, McFace or whatever his name is, Angeron, when you go take his assets, well, um, you owe us $250 million. We've already ruled that Mar-a-Lago is only worth 18 to 27. So we're just going to, we're going to take that from you. Now you only owe us uh, 218. I, I'm, I'm so bad. 223. What the hell's my problem? Okay, we've taken that. Now you only owe us $223 million. Oh, yeah, you're, um, the other one there, Nike Town, well, that was only worth five cents uh, because it had a restrictive covenant and a rite of passage in the back. So now you owe us $222,999,999.75. And oh, that chandelier there, it's got a scuff on it. So this is a travesty of justice. And you had Ivanka Trump up there yesterday, by the way. Um, I, I read through the, the, the Twitter thing, the Twitter details, and listened to Robert Govea. She comes out, and, and what was the, the it, it would be a death nail ordinarily if, if, you know, the judge, other than being a civil, civil judge, what are the, um, oh, what's the word? It's civil judge, whatever. Anybody who has any sense would understand, and it was, it was actually abundantly clear from Ivanka's testimony. Here. 
Biggest testimony, the biggest takeaway from Ivanka testimony, it's, it, it, I say it's lost on Angron and Leticia. It's not lost on them because they're not looking for it. They, 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 they want their guilty man. They want their pound of flesh or their you know, quarter billion dollars disgorgement. And uh, they, they know that this is a whole load of horse shit, but they can do it in a way that gives it some judicial authority, that gives it some judicial legitimacy, and it will convince the, I won't say idiots out there, but the people who are too busy living their lives or the Democrats, oh, we got him. He had a trial. Alex Jones had a trial. He was found, oh, I'm sorry. You didn't know that he was not ever found guilty? It was a um, default verdict? Alex, oh, you didn't know that? You thought that that thing that you were watching was a trial to determine guilt? Oh, well, that makes you ignorant, period. So this will allow the ignorant, Trump-hating, TDS-afflicted Democrat people to say, well, yeah, the system works. The biggest takeaway is that the... Trump didn't defraud the banks. This is what Ivanka astutely highlighted. Trump didn't defraud the banks. The banks were fighting to get the business of Trump. Leticia James, always fighting for the itty bitty banks, says they only made 40 million. Had he properly evaluated his assets, they would have made $160 million in interest. Well, you moron, A number one, had he been told that they were gonna charge that interest, he might not have accepted those loans. But B, Leticia James, and I'm calling you a moron because you have to be a moron. And that's the, that's the favorable, that's the charitable way of going about it. Because if you're not a moron, you are a pathological communist liar. It should occur to you, and Ivanka made it very clear, they weren't defrauding the banks to get a favorable interest rates. The banks were offering a favorable interest rate to woo and get the business of Trump and Trump org. As, no, you think a bank's gonna say 40 million bucks in interest. We want your bloody business. We will give you beneficial rates. We know what your assets are worth. We're not idiots. We'll give you beneficial rates because we want your business. It's, and it's, this is like the, the, the one screen, two films. This is the reality. But Leticia James looks at it and says, oh my goodness, he defrauded those poor itty bitty banks. You know, the ones who were also working with Jeffrey Epstein. The ones who've paid criminal fines. Oh, he defrauded those poor itty bitty banks and not those banks were competing for Donald Trump's business because they were and that's the bottom line of it all. <sighs> okay, that does it on that. Okay, we got Trudeau. First interview. Maybe we'll end with that. Yeah, we'll end with that. Okay, Laura Limmer. Oh, no, we're... Oh, good goodness. Oh, my goodness. Thank goodness I have my notes in the back. I'm sorry. Uh, potentially even more um, shocking than Judge Engeron's disgusting nipply nudies, selfies, chesties, whatever you want to call them. Uh, more Potentially more shocking, but I don't think it is, but it's close, than him bragging to his alumni community how he is really sticking the judicial spikes into the Trump family. Eric Trump, oh yeah, look, I made, I made him bragging about it. Despite bragging about his political biases and the fact that he's bragging about it is an indication of, of his political biases. I don't know if it's true. Laura Loomer um, tweeted it out and I'll read it and I'll, I'll read it with the preface, the caveat. I have not been able to independently verify this. I don't know what Laura Loomer's track record is like. And I'm not saying this is a jab. I, I, can, I, you know, I was able to verify with Marco Polo this looks very interesting, however, because now you got a judge bragging to his community about sticking it to the Trumps, bragging about to his community about the, the, the beautiful, veiny torso of this 
geriatric. It seems that you might have his wife in uh, an undisclosed Twitter account railing against Trump's attorney on Twitter. Laura Loomer, investigative journalist, founder of Loomer, host of Loomer Unleashed, former Project Veritas operator, America First, followed by a Jewish star, which might lead people to confusion, but we'll, I'm just thinking, feisty Jewess, receipt queen. <laughs> I actually kind of like the receipt queen. This is her tweet. And this relates to Judge Angeron, apparently to his wife. While I was live on the air last night interviewing Rep Santos, New York 3, Don Marie Angeron, the wife of leftist New York City Judge Arthur Angeron, was attacking me on her ex-account for my expose about her corrupt husband who was overseeing the civil fraud trial of President Trump. I tracked her account down and it's DM... Nixus, and when I say like, you know, in as much, oh, blue for so many reasons. Ooh, you know what's interesting? You can probably get, no, I'll, I'll do that after. I'll do my own. Her tweets are protected now. 31,000 tweets on an account that was created in 2021. Oh, now I got to go back here. Hold on a second. If I do this. Oh, for goodness sake. What did I do here? Go back. Okay. That's interesting. 30,000 tweets for an account that's barely two years old. Okay. I tracked her. This is her account. Look at all of her nasty tweets about Trump. They're actually more retweets or quote tweets, uh, retweets. The trial Trump's lawyer, Alina Haba. How is this acceptable? Not to mention, as I exposed yesterday, Engron is giving his son, Ian, reserved seats to the trial. And his son may be benef financially benefiting from the trial since he works for a law firm as a, quote, activist shareholder associate. We will expose them all. Now, there's four pictures here, so let's just look at this and I'll read them. Uh, this looks like Don Marie's account before her tweets went into protected mode. Retweeting on the Fritz, which says, when George Santos is your source, you're desperate. Don Marie, re this is allegedly uh, Arthur Engron's wife, retweeting another account, also spoken like someone who sat her ass down when the judge told her to, in response to Alina Haba's press conference, which we talked about the other day. That's one picture. Another one. Don Marie, allegedly Angeron's wife, retweeting. Katie Fang, also spoken, like she should hit her ass down. Okay, fine. She retweeted Katie Fang. Spoken like a lawyer who, this is in response to Alina Haba's post. Um, this was post-Trump testimony. Spoken like a lawyer who, one, doesn't try cases, and two, doesn't know how to act in front of a judge. And then it's in response to an ASIN tweet that says, Haba attacking the judge. But I was told to sit down today. I was yelled at. I've had a judge who is unhinged, slamming the table. I don't tolerate that in my life. I'm not going to tolerate it here, is what Alina Haba said in the presser, and defiantly so, and rightly so. This is the judge's wife allegedly retweeting Barack Obama. This is election day. Okay, fine. And retweeting Tahubu. Ignore the noise. Look at the damn winds. Okay, fine. So partisan stuff here. That's not about the trial. And uh, that might be a humble flex from... Um, Laura Loomer, up on the top there, she got a notification that she got four, four people started following her on Rumble. Okay, that's a joke. We got Mueller, she wrote, by the way, if you want to see some amazingly propaganda stuff on Twitter, go to follow Mueller, she wrote. Lots of folks here asking if I'm fundraising to pay for my lawsuit against Trump. I'm not. While I deeply appreciate your support, this isn't about money. It's about defending my First Amendment rights. Okay, fine. And then we have another one here. Okay, well, that's it. Uh, so that's allegedly the wife of the judge whose uh, Twitter account is now locked down and protected. So it looks like you have a full front, full, 
full front, all front assault against the Trump family by a, 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 an attorney general who campaigned off prosecuting Trump, a judge who privately brags about his prosecution of Trump and brags about his nips, his wife, who's apparently on Twitter on an you know, undisclosed account, bragging about and shitting on Alina, Alina Haba, uh, Trump's attorney. There's no loyalty among women even on this issue. You know, imagine if, this, if the roles were reversed and a Republican judge told a, a sweet babe-in-the-wood female lawyer Democrat to sit down, well, my goodness, there would be accusations of misogyny. <sighs> okay, well, no, by the way, we haven't even gotten to the best part yet. Okay, now, before we do that, let me see something here. Okay, we got some, we got some, we got to have some tips and discussion in our vivabarnslaw.locals.com community. I was hanging out with Luke Rudkowski, and he's, he's, he's better at selling himself and better at selling his product. No matter how good the product is, you have to sell it. That was what I learned from Arnold Schwarzenegger's documentary. In as much as... All right, parentheses, people. I watched Arnold Schwarzenegger, the three-part documentary on Netflix. I watched it because Dr. Drew, who I interviewed, who came over for dinner, said, Viva, yeah, absolutely have to watch it. Whatever you think of Trump, uh, Trump, uh, whatever you think of Schwarzenegger, you have to watch it. And I watched it, and it was good. It was good, except it ended on his biggest failings, highlighting his biggest failings, that he got it wildly wrong on COVID, he got it wildly wrong on Russia, and he got it wildly wrong on January 6th. So, I mean, other than ending by highlighting his three biggest errors of judgment and fact, it was still a good documentary and you can get something out of it. I suggest everybody watch it. One of the things I got out of it, no matter how good the product is, you still have to sell it. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, a, it's an actual skill. It's a skill that I think I might be lacking. And I was hanging around with Luke Rudkowski over the last two days. I did a podcast with him the day before, hung out with him yesterday. He's good at selling it. He's good at selling himself and he's good at generating energy. I got to learn. But I'll learn. But I also might never just get as good because that might not be my strength in life. But that might be loser talk to say I'm going to live with my uh, weaknesses instead of work on my weaknesses. Ooh, I'm going to write that one down too. So all that to say, what the hell was all that to say about it? Oh yeah, come on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. Uh, get a shirt or a merch, whatever, at Viva Fry. But uh, no, mostly the platform locals and Rumble. Like, share. Oh yeah, hit the thumbs up button. That's the other thing I'm supposed to say. It was at 48 thumbs up the last time I asked, or the last time I asked, the last time I looked at it. How many are you up to now? 394. And I see my face. So hit the thumbs up, drop a comment. That apparently, you know, helps the algorithmic stuff on the rumbles. Okay. What was I about to say? Justin Trudeau. You think we're going to get out of this day without, without taking a, um, a well-justified steaming dump on Justin Trudeau? We're not. We're, we're, we're going to end with a, oh, I've said it before and I actually genuinely mean it. Hatred is a consuming force that ought to be avoided and, and worked on at all costs. It makes people do things that they wouldn't otherwise do. I, 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 have a, I know that I have a few haters on Twitter and it's their, it's their persistent hatred for me that actually compels them to say stupid things and make stupid mistakes that they otherwise wouldn't have made. Stupid things they wouldn't have said had they taken a step back and said, I'm consumed by hatred. I'm going to do something rash that I'm going to regret. I hate Justin Trudeau. And I, try, and I say it's a bad thing to feel. It's a sin. I believe it's a sinful thing. I'm not religious, but I'm, it's a sinful thing and it's a self-destructive uh, force. When you're, when you're blinded by hatred, 
which I don't think I am, but I, I do feel it for Justin. You might believe things that would otherwise you would otherwise question. You might retweet things that you would otherwise take a step back and say, maybe I should double check that. But I hate Justin Trudeau. And I hate him for, for legitimate, quantifiable, demonstrable reasons. He's a bad, bad man. Not, 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 not misunderstood. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Don't quiet you. Not misunderstood. Not demonized. He is a bad, bad man. Look at... I'm not going to swear because I, some people don't like the swearing. Look at this dip ninny. I like that. Dip ninny. He's wearing a shirt that says vaccines cause adults. A, it doesn't make a lick of sense. It's psychotic. It's psychotic to wear that shirt. Vaccines cause adults. It doesn't make sense linguistically, um, thematically. It doesn't, it, uh, uh, there's no alliteration in it. It's disjuncted, idiotic psychopathy. <sighs> But he's wearing a shirt that says vaccines cause adults. Hold on. What was the broader context of this tweet? What was the message? Got my COVID. Stop, stop. I don't want to hear it. Got my COVID-19 booster and flu shot this morning. You should get yours too. To find out why, how, and where you can get your shots, click here. For Jude? For everybody? For everyone? For Jude? I just put together another connection there. Okay. I, 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 ah. Has everybody seen the movie? Uh, it was a movie with James Belushi where he goes to jail. And one of the lines of the, of the movie is, I hate that warden. That warden's a son of a bitch and I hate him. It was a movie about baseball. Oh, chat. Tell me what the movie was. James Belushi and the guy who was in one of those hospital television shows. He's got weird teeth. And the team, they make a baseball team. That warden, he's a son of a bitch. And I hate him. Well, this is Justin Trudeau. And those thoughts are going through my head right now. This is his video. And pay attention to the video. Pay close attention to the video. Here we go. Up. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, as always. Do you know what's acutely absent from this video? Him actually taking any shot. Here we go. Let's see this here. Okay. Oh, there. Bit of a bit of a bit of a jump cut there. Look at. The, I am so proud of myself. I. Oh, and you think he doesn't have a photographer there? I am so proud of myself. This man, he's, he, okay. Jump cut. Doesn't take a shot. What's she doing here? Oh, she's putting the little bandaid on. She's putting the bandaid. Cause he did it. He did it in both arms. Okay. So I guess he took one shot in one arm and the booster in the other. There's no, there's no video of him actually taking the shot. Thank you so much. Any shot. He posts this. Let me see if I can find this. No, I won't be able to find it. He posts this in the wake of him having posted the video. I'm sure some people have gotten injured by the COVID jab, but we were working with the science. His shirt says vaccine cause adults. There are stories that his propagandist government have not covered, that I've covered, that others have covered, independent, uh, independent truth seekers. I, I still refuse to call myself a journalist. Um, Sean Hartman, 
Answers for Sean. Dan Hartman is his father. I've had him on the channel at least three times. His son died 33 days after getting the Pfizer, getting a Pfizer shot. Correlation doesn't equal causation, except he also has now had a medical expert demonstrably prove that it was correlated, if not at least, if it was at least correlated, if not outright caused by. That, that Dan Hartman's son is not going to be in, become an adult because of this. Trista Martin, the Martin family, their daughter's, she was an adult. There, there are people who are not going to cause adults because of this. There are countless people who have been injured because of this. They're, the government's starting to maybe, you know, slightly pay out some vaccine injury support program um, amounts to people who are vaccine injured. This man knows that we know what we know. He knows that we heard Anthony Housefather talk about how we were experimented on like rats in a lab. And that scumbag comes out with a shirt that says vaccines cause adults as if, if you don't want the jab, you're a child, you're selfish, you're stupid, you take up space. Do we tolerate these people? This is not even virtue signaling anymore. This is rubbing in the face of the victims, their misery, their sorrow, their plight, their hurt. He knows it. It's not, it's not an accident. But I, I, I took shit when I said that when he posted that picture of his kid with the decapitated head on Halloween, given what was going on in the world, probably showed some very poor judgment, especially since it was the tweet that followed a tweet about <clears throat> the Middle East and what was going on there and his discussions about Hamas. It showed some poor judgment. And I, get, I take flack on the internet. People say, yeah, are you too sensitive, Dave Viva? You're bi. No, it's deliberate. And if you don't understand that it's deliberate, your biases might be coming into play here. Posting a Halloween costume of a decapitated child right after a tweet talking about discussions about the Middle East and Hamas is deliberate. It is, it is deliberate. It's what a narcissist does to victimize the victims of his abuse. And what's he doing now? Knowing damn well what we all know about the COVID jab, it's safety and efficacy, and they've sort of dropped the word safety and say, uh, what do they, what do they use now? Now they're just gone with efficient. Now that we know that Pfizer has had to acknowledge certain potential side effects that we were demonized and called crazy anti-vaxxers for having you know, raised the flag about, he puts out a sh tweet of him not getting a shot, telling people to go get their boot. What, what number booster are we at here, Justin? with a shirt that says vaccine ca vaccines cause adults, knowing that there are children that have died from this that will never become adults. People have been injured from this that will never be the same again. That anybody who doesn't want to go get their 17th booster, I'm sure, I'm sure Nilly KM, their Nilly, whatever the hell her name is, is lining up for her ninth shot, her seventh mask, and wondering why she got COVID twice in a month. As if anybody who doesn't want that is a stubborn, ignorant child. Hashtag I hate Justin Trudeau. I don't even, don't even feel better after that. Um, okay. So that's that. What time is it? 2.15? Okay, hold on. I'm going to go give everybody the link to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. And let me see. I still have some bookmarks of stuff that I maybe wanted to get to. Oh, yeah. Here's, the, here's my joke. <laughs> Fixed your shirt for you, Justin. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and that, well, you know what's amazing? I, I think this qualifies as a ratio. This was in response to his tweet. I, at, at last check, how many, what's that now? At last check, 
close to 600 retweets oh here we go over 600 yeah everyone you can go let's let's go ratio justin trudeau let everybody know what we think of that pathological sociopathic psychopathic narcissist i mean that's it that's it i'm not a psychiatrist but i know evil when i see it and by and large oh first of all what was the movie what was the movie with um i'll look for it has everyone seen the movie a history of violence like that scene when the evil the evil folks drive past the people in town and they look at them and they they exude evil and the kid says who are they and he says i don't know and i don't i want to i don't want to know by and large when you can identify evil in life you can avoid it you choose to avoid it you go somewhere else you walk in a different direction you you unfriend you you uncouple when that evil is the governing body the, the, the actual government that locks you in your house, that fires you from your job, you can't avoid that evil. You can, you can leave. Androdite says, can someone ban this link spammer? Who's the link spammer? Link spammers get banned. The link spammer, I hope you're not talking about me. That's from... Uh, Oh, Lordy. So the movie, um, A History of Violence, as far as I remember, was good. But I think if I watched it now, my, 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 retroactive, my retrospective, my retroactive appreciation, I wouldn't like it. I, I, I don't like even the movies that I loved out of Hollywood because I know now of the absolute atrocious degeneracy out of Hollywood. Um... Screen sharing was canceled, so now I had one more thing that I wanted to do. Oh, I wanted to look up the name of the movie. What was the name of the movie? James Belushi, a warden movie. That warden, taking care of business. Oh my goodness, I might, have to, I might have to watch that with my kids. That was that was a classic. Taking care of business. All right, let's go to the chat just for a little bit here. Um, oh, for fuck's sake, it was a joke. <laughs> Says Andrew Dyke. Andrew Dyke, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I, I wasn't. Because the other thing is, I think there's a moderator who, who, you know, who takes care of spams, but. Oh, LOL, he's giving you shit. Okay. <laughs> okay. I get jokes. I get jokes. There's no other place on earth to leave to after the United States, says Latchkey Monk. A thousand percent. That was the discussion I had with some of the protesters in Ottawa. They said, we came from Venezuela. We came from uh, Ukraine. We came from the Eastern Bloc. We came from. Uh, geez, Luis, what's the name of the country? I forget the name. I, don't, we, I said, so said, you're going to go home if uh, you're going to leave Canada? It's like, where the hell am I going to go to? The Man Who Knew Too Little, uh, Absurd Beats. No, I remember that. I haven't seen those movies in 20 some I mean, I haven't seen them since the original, but there's no other place on earth. You're right. All right, so what we're going to do now is do i have any um crumble rants no we're good here not even 500 thumbs up i refuse to accept that i believe that 3500 people watching although maybe not everybody's watching on a platform that allows them to hit the thumbs up it doesn't matter uh like share subscribe on rumble vivabarnslaw.locals.com uh, that's the Twitter link. That's not the uh, vivabarnslaw.locals.com link. Oh, there's a question. Viva, are you going to become a U.S. citizen, says Loyu. Um, I, I want to tweet this out. I might have to do it after the stream. I'm allowed to become governor of Florida, right? Like uh, if Schwarzenegger became governor of California, a Canadian can become governor of Florida. Hold on. Let me just, let me just, I'm going to tweet it out right now. Just so, uh, in theory, 
as a Canadian-born person, could I become governor of Florida? And this is going to be predictive because if it ever happens, well, I think the, I think the answer is yes. I just don't know if there's different if different. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's like a state law or if it's a federal law. And thus, if Schwarzenegger became governor of Florida, of California, but it's, I can become. It'll be funny. You have like two Germanic names of foreigners becoming governors. This Schwarzenegger to the Freiheit. Yeah, we will be once the best governor of the Florida you have ever seen. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here we go. Let's do it. This is the link to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. Uh, I need citizenship, says Honor234. My dog is shaking her head. Ted Cruz went to Congress, so why not? <laughs> you could be like uh, that. Ca- uh, I'd like to see that campaign. <laughs> All right, so that's it. What we're going to do now, so stay tuned for tomorrow. I, I, I want... I want Marco Polo to come on and talk about the damn report. Okay, we can do it tomorrow. And we're going to have our uh, locals conversation tomorrow afternoon, I think. Let me, before I, before. So in our locals community, what we do every now and again is, uh, we've been doing it, is um, we do interviews with um, a supporter. We have a little uh, thing and wait, out, oh, out. Oh, is it pouring rain outside? Okay, what are you doing? Kid wants to give me something. This is going to be the end of the stream. Is, is it is it private? No. Oh yes, sorry, Bob. It's a keychain that I says. I got it. At Dad, wait, it's upside down. Dad, where'd you get it? I got it at Clash Shop. Okay, cool. Go put on my uh, go put on my keychain. Okay, with that said, everybody, we're gonna end this stream on Rumble. Come on over to Locals. VivaBarnesLaw.locals.com. Tomorrow, it looks like we got Marco Polo coming on. And then on our local side, we're gonna have the Locals conversation with the Locals member. 5.30, I think we said? It's raining outside, eh? Okay, get out of here. What'd you get? A watch? And I got Miami Dolphins ball. <laughs> I don't know what this kid just got. Get kid, kid comes back with like a bling bling watch, a keychain. Okay, we're ending on Rumble. I will see you all. I'll see you all on Locals in five. Oh, no, hold on. I wanted to end it with the interview. Come on over to vivabarnslaw.locals.com. I want to end with the interview from last night. If you didn't see it on Twitter, it's fantastic. It's what I love doing. And I met a wonderful guy who, oddly enough, um, uh, was from Ireland. So enjoy this as we play this out. And I will see you on vivabarnslaw.locals.com. And I will see you tomorrow on Rumble. Kid got a baseball, too. Okay. Enjoy. Peace out, peeps. All right. We're getting our first Viva on the street interview. Sir? Yes, sir. May I ask you some questions? Question. You don't mind being no, on? No, of course not. All righty. Your hat says liberty or death. That's right. All right. Well, that's like live free or die. That's not a call to anything. Uh, you got a Trump 2024. Uh, are you from Miami? I lived in Miami since 87. Born in Ireland. Lived in Boston, Missouri. But I am uh, more Miami than most people. Born in Ireland? Yes, yeah, so that's why I'm so awesome and outgoing because uh, we have it in our heart. And I'm a Sagittarius, of course. <laughs> I'm a Sagittarius. No, wait, I'm not a Sagittarius. What am I? I'm a Gemini, but I'm well, supposed well, to get along t- with Today, you're an honorary Sagittarius because you're outgoing, compassionate, stylish, and not afraid to talk to people. <laughs> this is what we need. This is what I would call consider call and say a real journalist people that are friendly kind and want to get down to information and ask good important questions and they're not prejudiced 
born and how long did you spend in Ireland? You don't have a trace of an accent. Uh, I, I got my, my dad's Irish, my mom's Australian, my, my stepdad's Cuban, but I, I'm i not Spanish at all. But um, I do love Café con Leche, I do love tea. <laughs> I, I know what Café con Leche is, I've been in Florida long enough. To I can it. fight too and I love to talk, so I'm definitely, I got the Irish traits of that much. You getting any hate for going around with I've the, gotten the, much, but the sucky thing actually, um, and I got a lot of people that are both Republicans and Democrats who did not like Trump prior and who've actually liked him now. I including one friend of mine who is a hardcore Democrat, hardcore liberal, and he actually voted for Trump the, um, the first time because he has owns a business. But I just am out here to talk to people, educate people, answer any questions, and also show my support for him since um, most of the people are gonna be up there at the rally in Hialeah. It's very important to understand. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a rally in Hialeah. Yes, okay. um, that's what? where Trump is going to be. It's going to be about an hour apart from this event here. Okay. So I came out here to um, encourage um, other Republicans to vote for Trump no matter what, um, because he is clearly um, better at what he does. But it's also important to, to know, like I myself, I'm a former Democrat, turned independent, turned, turned Republican. I've become very educated, and at the end of the day, I want to say to everybody, the most important thing I tell people, even Trump sometimes say things in a way I don't say it, but I remind people it's very important to understand this. Freedom of speech. As long as you don't threaten people and as long as you don't harm people, freedom of speech. I, I believe in that above and beyond also freedom of press, freedom of speech. We need to um, accept people the way they are and as long as you don't hurt people and as long as you don't commit crimes, then, then that's that. And even when you're being prosecuted for something, that's not me. Okay, that was that was not a honk okay. for support. That was a honk because he's pissed off getting stuck in traffic. Even when you're prosecuted, remember being charged with something does not mean you're guilty. And a lot of times, um, um, also understand this, there are judges that will find a person innocent for the same thing that no judge will find guilty. That's just the way our justice system works. So always look at that. Also, in civil court, being found liable does not mean that you actually did something wrong. It just means that it just means that they believe to a degree that the person could have done something differently, but yeah. So keep your, uh, uh, your hearts open, always process with your brain, but just try to be hard. Amazing, man. Thank nice to so meet you. you. Have a good one. Be safe. Wear a helmet next time. <laughs> I know what to do, actually, but I want to wear a hat tonight. So. Oh, hold on. I'm getting a picture of this. Hold yeah, on. I'm going to end this. Oh, okay. Hold on a second. Uh, are we live now? Okay. I don't know what this, what's the theme of the theme of the day seems to be like dad stuff. And I asked the kid to bring me a energy drink and seems to have spilled a little bit on the way over here. Are we, are we, we're live on locals, right? Hold on a second. Hmm. All right. Um, hold on a second. Are we here? Are we live? Yep. 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 Okay. Booyah. Oh, do you know what the disgusting thing is? As I look at the screen in, in locals, I have to see Judge Engeron's um, hashtag uh, bonus torso photo. I'm just going to press play and put it on pause because I don't want to see that thumbnail anymore. How's everybody doing? Uh, so who, oh, I didn't end the poll to see how many people watched the, 77% um, said they did not watch the, uh, they, they did not watch the debate last night. Huh. How do I see the results of the poll? So 77%. That's, that's amazing that so few people... Hold on a second. 
Doors closed. Um, let me go into the chat. What did everyone think of the debate last night for those who watched it? Why would he post his torso? Because he can't post his wang, says Mighty Pip. Um, energy drink is in the cup. And it's not, it's not a, a one that's full of sugar. Although it's all over the floor. Uh, I watched on Timcast as Mighty Pay. No purpose in watching the losers debate. Oh man, I, well, what's amazing, and I think, there was, I think there was benefit to watching it. I was listening to Barnes on the way back when I was driving uh, with the, the late night. But um, it was, I mean, Vivek is, um, I mean, he's, he's going scorched earth. It's, it's like Vivek realized, well, it's a funny thing. I say like Vivek understands that he can't possibly win. And so he may as well just go full throttle with truth to power. But there's a a way this plays out in my mind where, um, you know, if for, forget the, forget the prosecution, there'll be no success on the prosecution. And Trump as a matter of principle cannot cave to the prosecution and say, okay, for the good of the country, I'm not going to run. Now, something else might happen like trump might say okay look i just i've discovered i have a like uh, i've discovered i have a health issue and i i physically can't do it i'll still continue fighting these charges like hell but i endorse vivek i think vivek has the best chance of any better chance than, than desantis at this point of getting uh trump's base especially if trump endorses vivek for whatever the reason i mean that's it all things being, you know, all things being normal the way they are today, there's no way this happens. But something, I don't, God, God forbid, you can think of health reasons, you can think of other reasons above and beyond the politically motivated persecution. Uh, Vivek was the best in the panel for sure. And who's the, that's from uh, Estrella for USA. Who's the psycho? That we're talking about the judge, right? I listened to it on Crowder, says Cali Skunk. I saw Crowder's dad there last night. I think he likes me. It's good. It's cool. Vivek is channeling Trump. Truth to power. Okay, what's this meme of this kid? Viva trying the new kind of energy drink. Hold on, I want to see this kid. Oh, that's back in the day when we had plastic straws. (laughs) That kid just drank straight up lemon juice. Oh Oh my goodness, you know what? I just had a flashback memory. Hold on one second. Let me see if I can do this. Viva Fry Lemon. I'm fairly certain. Oh, it's not going to come up. Fairly certain we had a funny video of our kid uh, eating, a, you know, having that facial reaction from a lemon. So I, it, it was great. It was also, it's just, it's, it's reassuring to see these war whores on the GOP side. It's, it's just so flabbergasting. They're just all looking for a way to wage war. And endless, endless. Most of the crap they uh, is garbage. Oh, hold on a second. What is this? Uh, so what was, okay, so hold on. Let, let's just start with the tips. And by the way, it is happening tomorrow. The locals uh, convo five thirty tomorrow. So it's happening. It's going to be a standalone because I'm going to go live during the day, cut it, and then come back live. Beautiful dog, Jeanette Victoria. Oh, that's beautiful. Beautiful coat on that dog. Uh, let me get the tips, and then we'll get down to the conversation afterwards. Bill Brown says the dirty, not so secret part is they view our blood the same way. Why the mic? is the top, why the MIC, oh, the military industrial complex is the top fund getter every year for my tax dollars. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then we got Bill Brown. Sleet and freezing rain, anyone? It looks beautiful, man. Oh my goodness. It's raining here, but I mean, it's actually when it rains here, it's beautiful. It's like night, nice hot rain. Uh, But I saw some pictures of New Brunswick last night. 
on Halloween, like six inches of snow, beautiful, fluffy, wet snow that you'd go out and make snowballs with. Bill Brown says, Big Daddy, his ex left him for the old wrinkly balls, dude. Oh, that's true. Thank you, Bill Brown. That's another Adam Sandler movie with an old person fetish. Thin Boy Slick says, in the back of the shirt, it continues to die suddenly. Thin Boy, did you make that up? That's possibly the best, the best. Oh my God, how funny would that be? If you sell that shirt, but you don't show the back. So a very interesting phenomenon that I also noticed in response to that um, Trudeau tweet is that he puts up that thing and then there's an auto-generated bunch of tweets that say, get your shirt here and it's vaccines cause adults. And there were like four of them, but all four of them were selling shirts from different websites. And so now I realize there's a whole... I bet it's an AI generated method of making, making business uh, where you just like scan the internet for words that are trending or words that are generating engagement, convert them into shirts, uh, you know, off these stupid shirt platforms and then auto generate these, these replies to sell the shirts. I mean, that's, that's dude, if, if I could figure out a way to do that consistently, I wouldn't do it. It's disgusting and dirty, but that's a way for someone to make a lot of money. I'm just going to go keep plugging away Viva Barnes Law. Not but Viva Barnes Law, Viva Fry merch. Um, but I noticed that with respect to Justin Trudeau, the whole thing, was, it was crazy. But that's a fantastic play on the shirt, which I might have to steal and try to run and ratio Trudeau again today. Finboy Slick says, sociopaths always seize the moral high ground. They cannot understand, much less identify, a moral position. So they always put themselves in a position not to have to. Their only option is to shout you down. Jeanette Victoria says, I disagree. I know dozens of families who have moved to Russia and are happy they did. I can put you in contact with them. Mm. I won't go to Russia, but then again, I also won't go to destiny. What do they call them? The destination vacations in in Mexico because I'm just neurotic. Wonder what's really in that needle, says Gina193. But in in his second one, like once upon a time, someone said, well, they, they can't show the government. The government can't show you taking needles. First of all, bullshit. I mean, they, they did it left, right, and center. And Trudeau himself did it. Let me pull up. Well, you saw the picture. Trudeau himself did it back in the day where he, where he, was, where he was taking the shot. And, and it was going through his tattoo, which I thought was bizarre. Like, I thought you're not supposed to inject uh, vaccines or needles into a, a spot of your body that's tattooed. Hold on. Let me see if I can find this. Uh, Trudeau vaccine. Grudo. That's really, really. Oh, here. This one. Like, th- this is the picture that he showed back in the day. So, can't, I don't think there's anything that prohibits. Right in his tat. I don't, I, anyone in the chat, guys, are you supposed to do that? I don't think he's supposed to do that. Trudeau needs a few more jabs to be safe. Um, so, let's see here. Let's keep going down. Oh, Oh, am I sharing the screen? I am sharing the screen. Let's get rid of that. I can't, I can't stand him. Oh, did you guys see this? This is this. Th- th- we're going to watch this in real time. Let me just make sure I can. I said that they're, they're fabricating, uh, you know, they're fabricating an excuse to kill this guy. And this is, you know, apropos the police state. I don't know if you've seen this. this is, I, I, I thought it was a joke. An urgent manhunt is underway in the New Jersey town of Halmeda for a suspect in connection with the January 6th Capitol attack. Urgent? 
Capital six, January 6th. Oh, it's an urgent manhunt now for something that happened three years ago that we all knew. That, okay. Uh, by the way, and, and it's urgent manhunt because he's accused of uh, uh, assaulting police officer. There's assault. He's accused of assault. Now to be urgent manhunt 40 miles outside New York City at this hour in Middlesex County, New Jersey, after a suspect wanted in the January 6th attack evaded authorities. This was the scene in central New Jersey today. This a is massive for, this police is presence. For January 6th. Like, what, what was the worst thing that any of the accused did on January 6th? What's the... Okay. Assault on an officer is very bad. Do, is this a normal protocol for when you're trying to apprehend someone for alleged assault? I don't think so. This is the type of protocol when you want to show the police state full force to everyday citizens and to intimidate anyone who considers themselves to be a conservative trump supporter geo you know whatever republican the fbi and swat teams called in abc stephanie ramos on the scene for us tonight I mean, hold on hold on a second i'm sorry i actually have to i'm gonna screen grab this because this is just this is this is orwell right here let's get this okay look at that guy's face nice. so An proud all-out manhunt tonight all out manhunt. Why? In this small central New Jersey town, just 40 miles southwest of New York City, after this man, wanted in connection to the attack at the Capitol on January 6, evaded arrest. Ooh. Gregory Yetman fleeing on foot into the wooded area near his home. Fleeing on foot? Are, are we sure that he didn't just go in the back to go fishing? Get the hell, get the choppers, get the choppers. State troopers, we will find him. Searching from the sky and on the ground. How, how much is this all costing? How much is this costing? Th this is how Waco got started. Th an absolutely wildly insane response to a non-threat. They want... Th th I, I hope I'm wrong. They're, they're fabricating a pretext for this man to be killed. According to USA Today, Yetman is suspect number 278 AFO, wanted for assault of a federal officer, pictured at the Capitol in these photos on the FBI's website. In an interview earlier this year, Yetman indicated he was at the Capitol that day, but said he did nothing wrong. The I'm FBI in an interview earlier this year, is that to say that they had already apprehended him and in investigated him? I mean, was in an interview, was he going around doing like podcasts? What type of interview was that? I leading the multi-agency manhunt in the town of Helmeta. Officers in tactical gear, looking in vehicles, teams moving through backyards. This is insanity. Officers in tactical gear, pulling over cars, going door to door. Armed with long guns and canines. There were officers running through everybody's yards. Um, asking questions. Even though the sun has gone down, we can still see Joint Terrorism Task Force agents going door joint to door. Joint Terrorism Task Force. According to police, Yetman is in his 40s, last seen wearing a red jacket and baseball cap. He served in the New Jersey National Guard for 12 years and was honorably discharged in March of 2022. They are determined to... Clear, clearly a terrorist. ...pain this gentleman today. That is their effort. Tonight, authorities are Look urging happy residents to shelter in place. Shelter in place? I mean, she. This is this is it's it's not funny. Streets here in Helmetta were closed for a period of time. Tactical vehicles and law enforcement officers shelter are still in lying. place because he's a he's that he lived in the community for three years. 
for uh, assaulting a federal officer, allegedly. Shelter in place, live in fear. And by the way, it's not, uh, it's also about making your neighbors live in fear. It's about inconveniencing your neighbors so that you become a political pariah, that anyone who would dare be conservative, attend a protest, will be a pariah for their neighbors. We don't want to get locked in our houses again when they come to arrest you for bullshit charges, so don't do it. This is, to, this is to terrorize. This is to create public pressure, community pressure, to divide communities so that the community suffers because of what they allege this guy did. No question about it. This street behind me, which is near the house where authorities believe Yetman was staying. David, it is still a very active scene here. All right, Stephanie Rum. What a load of crap. Most reporting tonight, Steph, thank you. I mean, that, that's, it's, so, it's so outlandish. It's so outlandishly outrageous. Oh, police state. Now you see why I chose why I choose the sticks, <laughs> says Bill Brown. Shaman getting off has pissed has them pissed off too. Yeah, has them pissed too. Yep. Mighty Pess says police. Maybe he was a plant that turned against them, says Aberg. Jeanette Victoria says they haven't gotten past the fact a January sixer was sped to Belarus. Who? Uh, Jeanette. Oh, anyhow, let's see what we got here. Um, all right, let's go here. We'll go to some tip. Get some. If anybody has any questions, get them in, and I can see what I can answer. Might not be Barnesian answers, uh, but it's 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 crazy. It's 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 insanity. It's, it's absolute insanity. Now, what is going to be next? So, oh, Marco Polo. We're going to have them tomorrow. It's going to be fantastic. Hold on. Looking here. Is there any other news? I got to go catch up on the trial. Oh, no. The, so the trial, the Trump New York, is the prosecution closed its case. They had some closing arguments, and then the defense is going to open up on Monday. Catch up on the Colorado case. Maybe get Ash Epp back on the channel. Mandelici says, what did I miss? Everything. No, I think that's a joke. It doesn't matter if they want to go after you. They will. True, but, they can make, but, I can, but you can make it harder for them. They're going after some poor january 6th guy like he's a criminal oh and then we got to okay so hold on Jeanette victoria i got that article here a january 6th capital riot suspect wanted by the fbi was granted refugee status in belarus huh that's cool it's funny it's embarrassing political prisoners have you applied for american citizenship or are you wait paperwork we're doing paperwork so that's from uh vertical tech i just wondering if this <laughs> Not that I think politics might get in the way, but like, Viva Fry. He put out a mean tweet about Joe Biden. Oh, uh, anyhow, we'll see. But yeah, the, the, look, uh, plan is, plan is I, I have long-term, a long-term vision of staying in Florida. I miss mountains and I miss winter, but freedom, freedom is a, is a wonderful thing. Uh, let's see what we got up here. So Regina, they're going after me. What did I miss? Viva Fry, I love that the neighbor is called Stasi. I hope it was a clever pseudonym. Hold on one second. The neighbor is called Stasi? Let me see here. Urgent. I'm going back. Okay, we got this guy. Where was it in the video that the neighbor was called Stasi? Or is that a joke? There was this guy right here. Who's this guy? Okay, I don't see, I'm going to watch it again to see where there was a Stasi in that because that would be absolutely hilarious. 
Um, totally scary. Yeah, that's it. Oh, no, it was the girl near the beginning. Her, it's not possible. Someone's name could have been Stasi there. Okay, so I'm right at the beginning. I'm going back. We got urgent, urgent developing. Okay, so we got the person there. Then we got that. Then we got the, and then we got the guys with the long arms. Then we got this, January 6th. Then we got the pictures of the man. Indicted. Uh, oh, that, no way. Oh, my, what's the expression? Fate loves irony. <laughs> it's not possible. No, but th- this is what like this is why I don't buy into that simulation thing. It's th- I, like when 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 what's his face talks about the simulation. Her name is Stasi. Okay, I'm gonna go make a joke about that on the internet. How did I mean? How did I not notice that? Yeah, her last name was Stasi. Says Janet Victoria. Oh, Vertical Tech, if you're going to stay, why don't you just move a little north? Georgia does look beautiful. But no, 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 no. Look, I'm fl- f- dude, f- Florida is amazing. Uh, and, you know, like our, our, it's great for kids. I'm sure her parents just couldn't spell Stacy. No, because G. Duzan, it's her last name. Oh, hold on. I still have it up on the screen. Uh, okay, so we're going to remove that. Okay, now um, I've, been, I've been summoned. I missed the two-hour mark to end this uh, on the nose. I've been summoned. So the rest of the schedule for the week, Sunday we got our show. Tomorrow I've got a live stream. I'm going to get Garrett Siegler, Marco Polo during the day. 5.30, it's going to be only on Locals, so uh, I'm going to set up a separate stream for that. That is all. I think I'm going to go fishing right now in one of the ponds out here. I haven't been fishing in a while. Everyone, thank you for being here. Spinnaker, later. We live in the matrix, says Sugarmaker. Gotta go, Viva. Thanks. Have a great rest of the day, everyone. That's Mighty Pay. I've been really curious as to why your kids, what your kids think about staying in Florida and how they view the move. Vertical Tech, um, the, the youngest two loved it from basically from day one. My oldest kid, you know, needed to establish a network of friends and did. And uh, now everybody loves it. Nobody wants to go back. I don't even want to go back for Christmas because I, I, you never know what's going to happen. They're like, yeah, Viva, you can't, we're detaining you. We're freezing your bank accounts. We'll see. No, everybody loves it now. Uh, schooling is great thus far. You know, it's public schooling, and we follow the curriculum. Um, you know, the only thing that sucks about Florida is everything. You have to drive everywhere for everything. So that's it. But other than that, I mean, look, it's great. The kids got to drive. The roads are a little crazy, and uh, it's hot, humid. But it's winter now, and you wouldn't know it. So that's it. All right, so we're going to end it. Uh, thank you all. As always, confirmed Viva now has a network in Florida. S. Ren, wait until they... <laughs> a network of diagonal-like militiamen. Uh, no, we got, we got a network. We've got a network. We, we, you know, we, I know people out here now. Bill Brown says, if they do, I know a fellow who can come and get you. <laughs> How's the Jeep Mandalici? I love it. I think I need to take it in to have it not... Uh, you know, I, just want it to, I don't want it to break. So I'm going to take the Jeep in and we're going to take those... Because they're, they're, the, the Jeep is... They're both used... Uh, the Jeep just had lots of miles, 50,000 when we got it, so I want to make sure it doesn't uh, break down. That's what I suspected would happen. The older ones usually have it harder, Vertical Tech. Yeah, and it's, man, it's a, it's a, for, for me, oh, cripe, I didn't have that many friends in Canada, um, and I was, I, was, I was already psychologically prepared. I, it's a big f- flipping thing to move countries. A tune-up is the word I'm looking for in May 14th. So I'm going to go get the car tuned up, you know, oil change, check it, make sure it's all good. I love the Jeep. Drove back from... Um, 
Mar-a-Lago with it. Like, it's, I just love it. It's, you know, it's, it's so noisy that by the time you get home, your eardrums are sort of like muffled, but oh, the beautiful, see the sky. Finboy6 says, what? When that light comes on you, you, sign, you sing the little light of mine. Uh, I'm gonna let it shine. Take it to AutoZone. They'll plug it in for free. Ooh, there's an AutoZone nearby, actually. Although I, I, I'll give this, you know, if anyone's in Florida, Japanese auto care. When you find a garage mechanic that you can trust, mwah, Japanese auto care. But I didn't know about that AutoZone. I'll do that because the, the light came off. So I don't think it matters anymore. But Bill Brown, screen grab. Thank you. Okay, now I'm really going to go. I, got, I, I hear the kids. I'm going to go and we're going to you know, do some stuff this afternoon. Everybody, thank you all for being here. Thank you for my daily dose of therapy. Hope it was good for you as well. Oh, oh now I just I visualized Angeron's boobies again. Uh, enjoy the day. I will see you all tomorrow. Peace out, everyone. <laughs>